The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot the United States Heavyweight Champion. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring. You're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, it's 50 pounds Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get thrown. Psychosis. Psychosis. Whatever. Whatever. He's a great wrestler. You know. A place where no one me. I Hello, and welcome to episode 266 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my SmackDown Matters correspondent. Oh, let me rephrase that <laughs> my newly employed with a new job smackdown matters correspondent miss Didi jone so the long journey has finally come to an end the pot of gold was there at the end of the rainbow how do you yeah, it it was amazing first of all i'm a paranoid pam Right. I got my conditional letter that said I got the job mm-hmm. on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, it's conditional. You still have to pass your background check. Right. So I'm Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and most of Monday thinking, what the shit did I do all my life that I didn't pass this background check yet? I was talking to my friend. He said, when are you supposed to hear from now? I said, Monday. It was like 2 o'clock. He said, the holiday season. We hear from the Wednesday. Shut up. I was like, oh, how rude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to distract myself. I go do some paperwork and shit. I was like, well, let me check my email one last time. And it said, oh, you've been cleared. You can start on the 30th. I said, Jesus. <laughs> Did the Jamaican air horns go off? Listen, I did a praise break. I, I did a great little two-step. I told everybody before I told my boss. Then I went and told my boss. <laughs> Surprised you didn't throw shit at her like, fuck this job. Oh, that's coming on the, that's coming Listen, on like the 22nd. Listen, I got to do my exit interview with HR tomorrow. And I'm just like, what you want me to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> You're going to get one of two things. Everything was awful or everything's great. Cause I'm leaving, so who cares? Right. Like, whatever. Right. This is gonna be like thirty. This is gonna be like thirty seconds. Okay. Be like, what you, what you need? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's great. Sure is. Yeah. Awesome. I, I don't awesome. even know what they're gonna say. Well, congratulations. Was this the job where the nepotism was going to work in your favor? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you must be right? Let me, tell you about the, let me tell you about the nepotism. I went to the company party. The holiday party. <laughs> I'm in the holiday photo. I don't know them people, and them people don't know me, but I am in the middle of the photo. Good deal. I know. Like, I met my new supervisor. She gave me a big ass hug. But... She's shady, but bless her. I like it already. Um, 
It's amazing. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You got to see these people stripped down to their, you yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, because it was, it was a cash bar, but they gave you drink tickets. So I got to see them two drinks in. And I was like, oh, I see how it is. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. Well, congratulations so, yeah. once again. Thank you. We're so you. proud of you. I'm proud of me, too. <laughs> I made it out here with no, with no arrest. <laughs> no real warnings on my record. It's amazing. Right, right. And <laughs> all in all, when they say, did you leave and get terms? You're going to be able to put yes. Sure it is. Like. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. And yeah. we're joined once again by our raw cash journalist, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. How's it going, Sam? How's it going, everybody? Good, man. Good, good. Are you uh, ready to enlighten the folks with this week's sure. new segment? I have a few things on here. Okay, so as we know, uh, Luke Harper, uh, I'm sorry, Unico, and the Ascension all get released from WWE. They've been given the old heave ho. <laughs> well, they kind of asked for the heave ho, so Vince was being. In yeah, the but way. then like half the people who asked for it didn't get it. Just the ones that he deemed unworthy, I guess. Because Mike B- Mike Bennett is still out there uh, in purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is true. Poor Mike Bennett. You see, so yeah, they haven't had a spring cleaning in quite a while. Uh, more releases may be coming. And uh, let's see, I think I forgot who the other guy, but two guys, two people got popped for uh, for uh, drug test violations for wellness violations. Epico. Let's see. And and uh, raise your hand if you knew that uh, Epico was still employed. He's been down there on the Puerto Rican end of the WWE circuit, so who even knew they had that? Oh yeah, well, I mean, I mean you know, he's he's he has close ties with the uh, with the uh, big Papa Cologne. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they're using that as like a subsidiary of WWE now. Yeah, the uh, the WTC, the something council or whatever something or other world wrestling Puerto Rican wrestling yeah something I forgot what we were called down there so yeah he's been hanging out there I guess so uh, it looks like Bobby's suspension already started with his injury angle Mm. did he have an injury angle I have not watched any Smackdown in a long time so I don't know yeah the big dog got him stretched out took him out Mm -hmm. so yeah so there's that uh, the last person who got popped was Paige, and that was going to be kind of hard to not get popped because she was going through it at the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so you were kind of expecting that, but <laughs> this is just like not, this is, it's not been a thing for a long time. Right, right. Either the guys just pay the fine, or, you know they just been a lot better at hiding it. But probably most of the people don't do it because it's not worth it. Yeah. Apparently they use the same uh, labs as UFC. And you know UFC, they they go they, they go deep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, to 
past one of those uh, UFC rendered drug tests because, man, they be looking at everything. Cold medicine show up on there. Yeah, they'll tell you what you had for breakfast eight weeks ago. <laughs> right. That's how they got yeah, so, old Brock uh, Lesnar. Right. So apparently, uh, Teddy Hart is no longer with uh, MLW. Yeah, man. With Teddy Hart, it's always. Um, no, is it the, the thing again with his with his ex girlfriend? Is it did that pop up again? No, man. I think he will. He, I don't know what the thing is. I just know that he he was missing dates. So. Okay. Because you know he supposed allegedly uh, participated in her disappearance. Allegedly. <laughs> that, now. That dude right there is probably the most talented guy to never make it that had all the chances to. It's a, it's his own fault. I mean, he had chance after chance, but yeah, it's, he was. I mean, I saw him back in like the old MLW, like the old school, like two thousand four, two thousand three MLW. Right. And I was like, how is this guy not in WWE? And then yeah, we figured out how. We figured out how. <laughs> You realize it very quickly. He was around WWE. He was signed, but they figured out real quick, like, he's too fucking wild. He was, like, 18 yeah. at the time, and he was even more reckless than he is now. He's super reckless now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, good luck to you wherever you end up, Mr. Hart. And uh, speaking of that, uh, looks like a little grand opening, grand closing for your boy ACH. Um, he got signed by MLW, and then and then he and he's like and he quickly left. Did he quit or did he just? No, he he just he bounced. He's like, you know what, this ain't for me no more. Bye. Like wrestling in general, wrestling. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's done wrestling. Okay, wow. You should have went to Japan, homie. You had a lot of fun in Japan. That's where I first, you know, discovered him and he got on my radar. It was because he was wrestling in Japan and he was good there and he had good matches and good partners and seemed to be highly respected there. So I don't I didn't see why he wouldn't choose that as an option, but hopefully he can, you know, find peace and salvation outside of the wrestling business if that's what he chooses to do. And finally, we have a. Longtime WF wrestler and road agent Renee Goulet has passed away at the age of 86. Apparently, he passed away in May, but nobody knew. Say what? It's the age of the internet. How do you keep something a secret for that long? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of old me and like, I mean, a lot of current wrestling fans just know him as like one of the dudes who would show up for pull aparts. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, he apparently he was a big deal. No, not a, a huge deal, but he was kind of a deal back in the day. Oh, yeah, man. Back in the 60s and 70s. A lot of those guys, like, um, when we used to watch Raw back in the day and Briscoe and Patterson were run out there, and to me, of my knowledge, they're just old guys that Vince McMahon got on his side. But my mom's like, oh, man, that's Gerald Briscoe. She was like, that's a bad dude right there. I'm like, huh? She's like, oh, man, he used to <laughs> wrestle. He was like really good. He was like, that's Jack Briscoe's brother. It's like the Briscoe brothers. He was like, man, they were like the best tag team for years and years. I'm like, that dude? She's like, yeah, that dude. <laughs> I was like, okay. 
Yeah, just like a, another dude that they used to hang out back there, uh, Garia, Anthony Garia, or yeah, something. Tony Garia. Yeah. His... yeah, Tony. Yeah, Garia. he. Yeah, he was a he was a pretty he was a big deal back in the day too. Yeah, and he was another one of those dudes who would run out for the as a WWF official, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like uh, yeah, I just kind of uh, yeah. So rest in peace to him. Yeah, he was a uh, tag team champions in Japan with Andre the Giant, which a lot of people don't know. See, he also won uh, the WWF tag team titles with uh, Carl Gotch. And let's see, what else did he do? Yeah, he, he did a lot of good stuff. Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, he died in May. Yeah. So that's all I have for news this week. All right. Miss Didi Chanel, let's bring you back in. We, 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 have to put, like, uh, we have to put your secretary skills to work. Are you up for it tonight? Oh, God. We yeah. haven't done it in like two months. I, I miss it so much. And you know, it's been great. Like, I, <laughs> I like not doing that. It's amazing. I know. I know. All right, hold on. You know, I found me a shortcut so that we could, pe- well, you know. This, this Sunday, it's time for. TLC. So join us at 6 p.m. and say no to pre-shows. And say no to pre-shows. Actually, it starts at 6 now. They don't start at... No, they start at 7. So 6 for the pre-show, 7 for the main show. If you're live tweeting, use the hashtag NoScrubsCast to share your pro wrestling commentary with color. So I have here the rundown. We're going to start with the SmackDown women's title match as we're going to see Bailey defend her title against Lacey Evans. So we're going to start with Samuel Kalunga. Who you got? You will never, you will never see me uh, vote for Maga Evans. Sorry. Okay. So Bailey all the way. All right. All right. One vote okay. for Pam. Miss for Pam. Bailey. Pam. Who's yeah. Pam? Pam, that's Bailey's Pam? real name. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like Pam B. K Fave, K Fave Dog. This is K Fave Life. Okay, hold on. So we take a copy of that. Hold on. She's not on this list. Then your list isn't updated enough. Okay, well, you can tell Wikipedia about that. Okay, hold on. I mean, I mean, to be fair, they barely announced matches the other day, so. Yeah, I got you. They got the full oh list gosh. right here. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. This is what happens when you try to be quick. It actually <laughs> takes more time. <laughs> oh, gosh. Look in your notes. It's at the very top. All the listings. Yeah, but that's not an easy way to do it. Or oh, it's... because you can't. You can edit in there. Mm-hmm. She's probably seen double done. So. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, it was only wine. It wasn't like that. Was like, you know. Okay, it wasn't no fireball or nothing. No, I know. I, I do enjoy fireball. No, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's certainly mine. I think uh, I like Fireball because it reminds me of drinking Goldschlager from back in the day. I've never tried Goldschlager. Oh, yeah. You gotta shake, like it a up. Bad choice. shake it up, get it's the never... flakes off the bottom, and then 
take your shots. Don't ever take the shots with the flakes on the bottom. Okay, Samuel, pick your color. Yes, Blue, green, yellow, or red? Blue. 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 And you said Bailey. Yes. Bailey. B-A-E-L-E. Okay. I'm green. Uh, what because color do you want? Okay. I'm green. Yeah. And who are you picking? I'm picking Bailey, too. Oh, that's ugly. Hold on. Oh. Well, then I'll be yellow. It feels I'm certainly not picking Lacey Evans. All right. <laughs> Next okay. up, the man go. who knocked on Alistair Black's door, Buddy Murphy, is going to go one-on-one with Alistair Black. So I'll start off first this time, and I'll take Alistair Black. See, this one's kind of tough because they've been pushing both of them equally. So I'm going to go with Alistair. Okay. And Miss Didi Jeanne? Uh, I was about to be petty and say Buddy Murphy, but no. I'll go with Alistair. <laughs> Buddy Murphy. Too soon. Next up, the match everybody's been looking forward to. Took us a month and a half to get to it. Rusev versus Bobby Lashley in a tables match. So, Miss Didi Jeanne, I'll let you start off this time. Who you got? I'm rooting for everybody black except <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Oh, he's going to pick on poor Bob. Oh, Sammy Kalunga, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go Bob with added shenanigans and something to humiliate him with just so Rusev can come back later. Okay. I'm going to go with Rusev because he's super over right now and hopefully this will be the end of this story. I mean, it's just so this show just so happens to fall on Rusev that, I mean, how can he not win, right? Right. All right. Is the new day with the brand new podcast, you guys need to check that out. I think it comes out every Monday called New Day, Feel the Power. Is it on Radio 1? If so, I'm not listening. It's on, it probably is. It's everywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, <laughs> Anywhere you can get a podcast. Uh, uh, they face the Revival as they defend their SmackDown Tag Team Championships. So, Sam Kalunga, who you got? Uh, um, let's shake it up a bit. Let's go with the revival. Okay. Miss Didi Jeanne. Oh. Um, I have the new day. All right. And I'm going to take... This is a tough one because I like both of these teams and I have a good reason why both teams could win. Um, Let's go with the revival as well. Let's change it up right here before Royal Rumble season kicks in. Now, in the match that the whole wrestling world has been waiting for for a whole year, the big dog, Roman Reigns, is going to take on Baron, or excuse me, King Corbin in the tables, ladders, and chairs match. So I'm going to start this one off, and I'm going to say Baron King Corbin gets the win. (laughs) Wow. 
I told you it was too soon for shenanigans. This is the time for shenanigans. <laughs> so, Miss Didi Janet, who you got? I have Rona. Of course you do. Always on brand. That's what I love about you. And Sammy Kalunga, who you got? I'm going to go with Roman only because he has to come back strong after what happened to him on Friday. <laughs> like, you have to go on there and just clean his clock. Oh, we're going to talk about that here in a second. Can't believe I actually spent 15 minutes of my actual life watching. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it, I mean, it was stupid. It was dumb. But it was goofy. I mean, but it kind of added to it. I, I mean, it kind of it, it was perfect heat. I mean, I did sit here and watch on today's Thursday. So Wednesday, I did sit and watch uh, Buddy Landale get tar feathered in the Superdome. So kind of the same thing, but not quite. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors, the women's tag team champions, are going to face off against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair in a tables, ladders, and chairs match for those coveted tag team titles. It's only right that Miss Edith Jonet gets the first pick on this match. I'm picking the Kabuki Warriors. Not that I actually think they're going to keep the, the title, but. Right. If they do, the show's going to get beat down. It'll be something like that. Some kind of shenanigans. But I'm still going to go with Kabuki Warriors. Okay. Samuel Kalunga, who you got? I'm going to I'm gonna say Oscar and Kyrie because I refuse to call them by that name. Um, and also because I want to see more uh, Riggs and Murtaugh out of Becky Lynch and Charlotte. <laughs> uh, yes, I will go with the Kabuki Warriors as well. Uh, I think there's a lot more story in Becky and Charlotte not getting along than them actually being the tag team champions. And now for our main event of the evening, something that is very rare for a main event in a WWE pay-per-view. Bray Wyatt is going to face The Miz in a non-title match. So, Samuel Kalunga, who you got? Is it Bray Wyatt or is it The Fiend? Here it is listed as Bray Wyatt, but we will, for the sake of consistency, call him The Fiend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just for heat's sake, uh, Bray Wyatt. All right. Miss Didi Jonet, who you got? I also have Bray Wyatt. And I will make it a clean sweep as I will take Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend as well. Okay, so I can tell you off the rip. It's only going to be about a two-point game. What are the matches right. that have the, the difference? I know Roman Reigns and King Corbin, The New Day and The Revival. The New Day. He Rusev versus Bobby, Sam decided to be an outlier. Oh, yeah. And then New Day versus The Revival, I am the outlier. And then Roman and Corbin is you. So <laughs> we each have one where we went away from the pack. So It's going to be hard, you know, since Rusev has to be 10 miles away. <laughs> I think the restraining <laughs> order has to be bindingly uh, lifted for the match. But yet, who's to say not afterwards he didn't get arrested and hauled off? They have a match that says the Viking Raiders versus TBD. Oh, hmm. It would probably, I don't know, they may have like a... Oh, it's an open challenge. It's an open challenge. Oh, it's another open challenge? Okay. Yeah, they're having an open challenge at TLC. 
Okay, well, there you go. So, um, who you got? I'm going to pick the Viking Raiders. <laughs> Misty, we'll call that a bonus. Who you got? Yeah, bonus. Who you got? Um, I have the unknown team. <laughs> you yeah. are you know what? So do I. So do I. The unknown team. All right. Well, thank, TBT. You, thank you guys for the extra point. It will come in handy. Because it might be the Street Profits again. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Although, although, although I think they're done. And grand opening, grand closing, they're done. I think they're done. Nah, they're not done. As far as wrestling? As far as, like, being in the... Dude, look at, look at how... Come on now, dude. They're doing SNL uh, weekly, weekly weekend updates. Come on. Actually, all they did was clean up the shit they've been doing and gave them, like, a real platform to do it. It's the shit they've been doing. They just cleaned it up this week. They actually took time off from doing it so they could get this shit set up, which has actually made it kind of cool. Because that was the first time I've seen them in the ring on on uh, on the main roster. Oh. It's just been like in backstage spots like, oh, did you see what just happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're not done. They're not done. They're just getting started. Sometimes as a as a two babyface teams match up like that, you know what I'm saying, off an open challenge. You know what I'm saying? The the lesser of the team that doesn't have the belts kind of has to lose so they can kind of get pushed back so they can make the climb back up. So when the belts go to the heel team, then we have this built in. I'm just saying, like, whenever whenever Vince McMahon finds you funny, you're going to be funny for the rest of your career. Uh, I don't think he's going to be. It, hey, guess what? There's this thing called NXT, and if it goes that route, Triple H can always snatch him back. Oh no, Vince McMahon finds them hilarious. He ain't letting them go. <laughs> I, I bet during that weekend update, he was the only one back there going, ha, 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 ha. Actually, it was kind of funny in some spots. It was not. But we'll not get there. Not at all. But we'll, we'll get there. Sunday again, join us. Hashtag no scrubs cast. Also, tell us who you got by following the WrestleCast Twitter account and voting on the polls. I will put in the work on Friday because give everybody enough time to have the whole weekend to put in their votes and then we'll figure out who you guys have for this week's pay-per-view from the WWE Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. Now it's time to turn it over to our SmackDown Matters correspondent, Miss Didi Jonet, and she's going to fill us in on what happened on last week's Friday Night SmackDown. Last week on SmackDown, the Miss had Miss TV. He was supposed to interview Daniel Bryan, but due to proceedings the week before, that's not going to be a thing. He says he's never seen out of eye with Daniel Bryan, and they're not friends. SmackDown needs him. The Fiend tried to take that away last week. Miss Cash and wants to find out what happened last night. <laughs> Ray appears in the fun house, hanging a picture of Daniel Bryan. Ray says Miz doesn't want to know what really happened. Brian may, Brian may be with him, quote unquote, and he may not be done with him yet. He doesn't think Brian will make it to TLC, but maybe Miz wants to play instead. The puppets appear, and Rambling Rabbit tells Miz to run. That's scary. Ray, the family is the word of the day, and he used to have a family, but but now he can join a new one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so when he says okay. that, right, it flashes yeah. and it shows the Wyatt family with Daniel Bryan in it. Uh oh. Uh huh. I was thinking more like Josephine. 
<laughs> oh God! <laughs> See, you're, you're thinking you're thinking outside the kayfabe, and I'm just sticking to what they show me on TV. See how this works? Which is normally what I do. I should know better. <laughs> but it's Bray Wyatt, so I understand. You know, but we usually talk about him. About it's not about his wrestling per se. It is about you know those deeds he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's quite a black status. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, y'all think I'm joking? I can't wait for the 23 and Me show up. Um, so he also a pick braid braiders of Ms. Maurice and their children. Ms. rushes to the back. He's on the phone with Maurice and tells her everything will be fine and to lock the doors. We'll do something about this and we'll come home right now. He's a scared. Well, you know, you just saw the fiend last week rip a man's whatever out of his beard off his face or his hair off his head. And now he's got, you know, these pictures of him with your family. Psychological thriller. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh good job. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I got distracted by the TV. The next match, well, the first match actually is Alexa versus Mandy Rose. Donald's favorite is back in the ring. Sonia distracts Ooh, Alexa, which leads to Nikki attacking Sonia. Bliss hits the DDT, followed by Twisted Bliss to get the win. Yay! Yay! Still not all the way in the groove with Alexa Bliss being the babyface, but a couple more mm-hmm. wins with the Twisted Bliss, and I think I can get back into it. AKA cool. the Sparkle Splash. That's much more of a babyface name, the Sparkle Splash, than Twisted Bliss. It is. Sparkle Splash is adorable. Yeah. Like um, like a pop-up girl. Yeah. Drake Maverick questions Dana Brooke about her day with Batista. Mind your married ass business. Drake. Hey, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, Sam, you still with me? Uh oh. Uh oh, maybe not. What you wanted from Sammy? No, only he can answer this question because he knows what I'm about to say. It's like an inside podcast thing. Well, I'll tell you this because wrestling fans are just hideous. They <laughs> always, when uh, Conrad Thompson does like a question, like a question podcast for his host, like Eric Bischoff or um, mostly Bruce Pritchard, though. He always gets these mm-hmm. questions about people wanting to know about the size of Batista's. And oh. so, you, you think Dana yeah, Brooke man. might know? Yeah. <laughs> if she's smart, she knows. <laughs> For the culture, you need to know. All right. So he went wherever he went. Maybe he wants to go get a drink. Maybe. To go take a shot. Of, you know, Mountain Dew. You know, Mountain Dew, off the distractions um, for Sonya and Alexa Bliss. Yeah, you know, that's what Sonya's into. Drake feels rejected and asks what Batista has that he doesn't. Child. <laughs> Elias arrives and mocks Drake via song. Drake slaps him and runs. Don't put your hands on Elias in that beard. Who do you think you are? Anyway, Drake is in the ring, calls out Elias for insulting him. He wants to fight. Elias arrives. Dana's with him for like now they're besties. That's adorable. Elias holds him away with one hand and just dodges punches. He spanks Drake like a child. Don't give me any ideas. And then kicks him to the floor. Drake runs away, so Dana forces him back in as Elias is the drift away. 
Christina then comes in and pins him with one foot. It was real disrespectful. I enjoyed it greatly. <laughs> oh, this is cool that, you know, a little help from Dave Batista and Dana Brooke is like, you know, getting some things on TV again. I, I like it. And I honestly, I think it's kind of cute that like, She's got this little storyline with Batista, but she's hanging with the lies, and it's like, oh, y'all are like platonic friends. Like, they don't do that in the WWE. Like, guys and girls don't hang with each other for no reason. Right. Ooh, like, y'all, just, y'all cousins and then tell nobody? Like, why are y'all hanging around each other? <laughs> All right, first off, Don, it's not Conrad Thompson. It's uh, Sean Oliver from KFA Commentaries. <clears throat> what? Uh, that's who... Does the question come? He's the one who gets the question, yeah. No, Conrad Thompson gets it too. Oh yeah, no, well, it originally it originated on YouTube. Oh okay, well I didn't know where it came from, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. And second of all, uh, wasn't that match like the one where Mandy ripped out her eyelashes or something? Yeah, it sure was. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of weird to watch. Yeah, what you think about that, Mr. Ejane? If you're in a fight, how effective would that be if mm-hmm. a girl had fake eyelashes to it's, rip it off? It's not super effective, but ripping eyelashes off is not comfortable. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't feel great. Like, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it hurts, per se, but it's it's not a great feeling. And somebody doing it who doesn't like you makes it much worse. All right. Okay. It's an interesting bit of like a little bit of torture. It's almost like I can't even explain it. It's just a really awkward, uncomfortable feeling, even when you do it to yourself. So having somebody snatch them off of your face, not great. Especially considering the glue they probably use. That's true. You got to see my lashes on the cheek seat. (laughs) Um... In the back, the man starts to leave, but sees red lights in the room and charges in. He doesn't love himself. He finds a pick of Bray, photoshopped in with his family. Uh, out of nowhere, Bray lays him out with his sister Abigail and lays the pick on him. Uh, people check on this. He's angry, blah, blah, blah. It's funny. Uh, he runs up behind him. He's like, say cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bray has a great way of, like, having cheesy things sounds very scary when he says it. It's, it's a talent. I'm pretty sure he worked at like the horror, you know, the haunted houses growing up. Um, there is a one, two, three, four corners tag team match, maybe? It's Ali and Chad Gable versus Lucha House Party, Lucha versus The Revival versus Heavy Machinery. It is a number one contenders elimination match. The Revival and Ali and Gable were the last two teams in the match. Gable gets the ankle lock, dash escapes. She was shot by Dawson. There's a shadow machine, and then the Revival get the win. Post-match, the Revival says the games are over at TLC. This is their business and livelihood, and will win back their titles with good old-fashioned tag team wrestling. Yeah, this is how they earn their match with the New Day. Uh, I'm just not interested in the revival. I don't know what I'm missing about them. They bore me. <laughs> They're not in NXT anymore. That's what. That's what it is. They can get it's loose. Yeah, they could get loose in NXT. They could do. They could do their thing, which is like traditional tag team wrestling. Cut the ring off. Go back and forth. Double team spots. Old school double team spots. 
and make the team that they're wrestling against have the best match they've ever had. But see, that's the thing. Sometimes when they wrestle people like the New Day who are really good too, they don't get enough time to get all their stuff in because the New Day gets all their stuff in. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying. I do. I do. It's a, it's a concern. I can tell that they're good, but I'm just... It's a meh kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Reigns is interviewed and says he will go about his business tonight. Corbin will be in Dolph's corner. The only thing humiliating is that Corbin can't do it on his own. He will embarrass him at TLC. Um... Lazy Evans has a squash match with Jenny Bitching Tights. She takes control right away. She grounds things. She rushes Jenny to the corner and then hits the women's right for the win. Sasha Banks arrives. And let's just say that music is a great heel remix. Oh, yeah. She stands at the top of the um, ramp, if you will, and just stares at her down when the the music goes like, bam, bam. Yeah. That is <laughs> that is what heel music is made for. Um, she runs down Lacey. Banks says that she's the blueprint. Get it? Because she's got blue hair. She's the standard and leader of this division. Lacey is pathetic. Mary Poppins wannabe. Said, don't mess with me or Bailey because you're a bad role model for your bratty little daughter. Probably girl brat. I mean, she probably is, but you can't say that. <laughs> She says, don't mention her daughter again. She's a former Marine, and you don't want her putting these boots back on. Thanks, and Bailey fed us about the series, and the Marines taught her about leadership and fighting. They go face-to-face, and Lacey scares Banks, who falls on her ass, and then Bailey sneak attacks Lacey as she exits, and then she and Banks beat her down. She stand tall. That is a flint. Listen, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Oh, Bailey and Sasha are the best team. Yeah. Who would have ever thought that Bailey would be the heel to Sasha's heel? Like, oh my gosh, it's still a mind. Sometimes your friends are a bad influence. Yeah, that's true. It's still, it's still such a. I have to remember, like, yeah, Bailey's not Bailey right now. <laughs> not the Bailey I I know. <laughs> I was just watching some old like, NXT. Look at Don over here talking about hashtag not my Bailey. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for cutting me off. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was watching some old video and it was like Bailey was like this super sweetheart character with all of like the streamers. And to see her now, it's just like, damn, that mm-hmm. was a cute little four or five year evolution. Sorry, sorry, Didi. I, I can barely hear you. That's why. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Mm, that's okay. Yes. Um, okay. No, I was about to say they did the 24 for Brooklyn, takeover Brooklyn, when Sasha and Bailey yeah. were the main event. Yeah, and to see mm-hmm. all of them at that state in their career Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha. That yeah. would taste real different. Yeah, the life is real different for all four of them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you said life, I said face. Oh, yeah, phase two, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, last match of the night is Roman versus Ziggles. Dolph can't get too comfortable, and that's why. A right hand by Rain stops Dolph in his tracks. 
And it allows Roman Reigns some valuable time to regroup. Roman Reigns has the ability to recover almost like Wolverine, like a superhero. Recovers multiple times faster than most. As Dolph Ziggler just found out, you can't give the big dog any breathing room because you will pay. And the point you just made, Corey, one of the reasons for the major success in the career of Roman Reigns. And Roman now look for the drive-by. Dolph Ziggler, though, driving Reigns into the steps. This is what Dolph didn't want. Roman Reigns able to create some space, some separation, build some speed. Missed with the clothesline. Dolph ducked underneath. And now Reigns sends Ziggler over the top rope. And now Roman Reigns is back in the fight. Roman's certainly a little worse for wear. You can see it on the big dog's face, but... You have to wonder what Roman Reigns has in, has in store and has planned right here for Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler back up to his feet, and here comes Roman Reigns, oh. and Ziggler caught him with a kick right under the chin. It looked like Reigns was going to go for a Superman punch. Meanwhile, with both men down, here comes the Porters carrying the sedan, which carries King Corbin. All hail King Corbin. Big Dog ran right into a kick by Dolph. Oh my goodness. He posts Reigns. Zigzag! That's gonna be win. That's gonna be it. your win for Ziggler. Hook on the leg and Roman pops it too. Unbelievable. Ziggler can't believe it and neither can the King. And now Corbin up on the apron. It was just a matter of time before the King tried to get involved. There's no business being up there and the officials explaining that to him. Reigns and Ziggler are both down in the line. Roman Reigns going to deliver a Superman punch to Corbin. Ziggler going to scoop him up from behind for the win here tonight. And a kick out of two by Reigns. Spare! A spare by Roman. The cover on Ziggler. Roman Reigns strikes again. Here is your winner, Roman Reigns! Trademark Roman Reigns overcoming the odds and a very, very ready and game Dolph Ziggler tonight. And that's it. Over into my notes. Yeah, I left off the last part where they proceeded to jump Roman, beat him down, Chain them to the got the hat, the handcuffs, but the long chain. So they put his hands over his head and handcuff and like put the oh, chain over the um the ring post. Over the ring post. Yeah. yeah, and then they proceeded to open cans of dog food and pour them on him. Oh, excuse me, I missed that part. Yes. Mm-mm. <laughs> yes so for the last I don't know three or four minutes of Smackdown last Friday it was just Roman helpless with Dolph and Baron Corbin opening cans with open cans of Dolph who pouring them on him and smearing it all over his hair and his face and all that and that was how your Smackdown ended 
Yeah, it's like, really? I can't believe they're doing this. But, oh well. <laughs> so, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, are you ready to take it over and let the people know about Raw? Oh, but before we do this, Sour Patches and Gummy Bears and all that, Ms. Dijonet, your, uh, your rating for SmackDown. Who's Sour Patches? Because who do you think you are putting the apple on a grown ass man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, quit, quit. He's, he's, he's the big dog. <laughs> no, that's racism. Don't ask me how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samuel Kalunga, your, your number of Sour Patches for this week, sir. I didn't watch the whole thing, though. Oh, SmackDown. I just watched, like, Maybe half. Okay. Did you do the, the YouTube version of it? No, I just I, I was watching it and then all of a sudden oh, give I me, just give me, give me had you. zero interest. Oh, okay, so it was like two because you lost interest. <laughs> I forgot what part I zoned out on. I think it was like around the time the drifter appeared. I think I might have taken a nap. It's Elias, not the drifter. Come on. Hey, it's my name the drifter. I'm gonna call him the drifter. <laughs> So at this point, we're going to turn it over to Samuel Kalunga so he can give us the raw report as only he can. All right, folks. Uh, the, this Monday Night Raw, December 9, 2019, live from somewhere in America. Uh, Jerry Lawler is in the ring talking about trying to reconcile Lana and Rusev. He reveals that he's wearing a King of Love shirt to zero reaction. Uh, Lana comes out with her lawyer. He has some papers prepared. The papers say that Lana has waived the distance provision in the restraining order, but nothing else. Uh, I can, oh yeah, uh, they can go to hell with this. He's, he's Since he's been obliterating that order since it was filed, and in fact he broke it last week, and the other guy was arrested. Well, that's because they struck law enforcement officials, sir. <laughs> yeah, but I think he... It didn't come off that way on TV though. He just like yes, Bob is. just got close to him. You saw you saw him clearly strike. Well, a lot of did, but Bob, I just saw him get close to him, and all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, I'm, we do things differently here in Nashville." Listen, on my just, just, just listen. Don't let see. This is the problem. You've been hanging around white people. You think you can talk however you want to talk to the cops. Bobby Lashley's still a black man. Can't do that. No, he didn't say anything to him. We just got arrested. Yes, he did. No, he got up in his face, yeah. And he, like, yeah. bumped him. He eventually bumped him. I didn't see this. I just saw that he got he got in his face, and I just saw he got arrested. I'm like, okay. No, he wasn't arrested for nothing. Bobby Lashley was acting like a lot of black men who date white women and was talking <laughs> a lot of shit to the cops. And that's why he got arrested. Okay. So Rusev comes out in a Donald Duck shirt. Lana opens by saying that she loved him even when the WWE Universe hated him and called him fat. And that when he became famous, it went to his head, and the fans are the ones who ruined their marriage. Uh, Lana tells him not to take one more step or he will be in violation of the restraining order. But A, she says she lifted the distance provision, and B, this is a stupid restraining order. Uh, they show video of Lashley and Lana getting arrested. She calls him a monster. Uh, no mention of the fact that she spent the night in jail and how she was humiliated. But no, she just goes into how she's ravishing and how no one else will love him the way she did. And how he always picked Rusev Day over her. 
she does some bad overact overacting. Uh, this is stupid. Rusev is ready to sign the divorce papers. They argue about who will sign first. They argue about who gets the dog, who I swear they originally named Dog Ziggler, but now his name is Joy for some reason. <laughs> Did they not come out and say this is Dog Ziggler because they were feuding with Dolph? Yeah, but I think that was just for TV purposes, sir. I would I That's a better name than what they gave it. <laughs> Uh, Lana signs and Rusev says before he'll sign he wants something out of Lana Lana says the word sex about a hundred times he says what he really wants is a match with Bob and lo and behold Bob comes out Bob says that after the divorce is over he's going to ask Lana to marry him Rusev says he does not care she is bad Rusev wants to live happy on Rusev day uh, the men brawl Bob gets the upper hand takes Rusev out Rusev makes a comeback and plants Bob through a table this went on way too long. It's the opening of Raw. The most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> oh, something else later. The Sami Zayn thing later on went on just as equally painfully long. Uh, Charlie interviews Kevin Owens. He asked the dumbest question right off the bat. Have you figured out why AOP attacked you? Not, how did you escape? How are you feeling? Are you okay? Are you injured? Anything other than why did they attack you? Kevin Owens says they attacked him because Seth told him to. <laughs> okay. He's going to go look for them, and Ray offers help. But Kale says no thanks. Ray gives him a pipe. And let's see. Matt Hardy from 1999 enters the arena through a time warp. What are you talking about? That's... Dude, he's dressed like 99. Matt I know. Hardy. I'm going to tell you, he's doing all three. He's Matt Hardy from 99. He's version one. And he's uh, delete, delete, too. Okay, so, but uh, just for the record, no Jeff or Michael Hayes with them at all. No, well, Jeff already has, you know, issues. <laughs> uh, see, Michael Hayes is too busy running around chasing Tia Vidal. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, see, Drew McIntyre arrives. Drew congratulates Matt for his third child with Rebby and how Drew knows that Matt is the father because the kid is cross-eyed. Like, damn. He says he's going to allow Matt to leave the ring so he can have his health, so he can hold his child. Matt goes after Drew. A match ensues after the commercial. Matt Hardy versus Drew McIntyre. The match begins. The two tear at each other. Matt hits a side effect for a two count. Drew hit. Drew fights back, hitting a future shock DDT. Hits Matt with a claymore and gets the pin. Quick match. Uh, Charlotte is in the locker room with Becky. She says she doesn't like Becky, but she hates uh, the, the Warriors even more. Uh, she wants to know if she wants to be Becky Two Belts again. Becky says she'd rather take them on. Uh, I can't read my can't read my typing. Becky says she'd rather take them on two on one than tag with Charlotte again. After commercial, KO is looking for AOP. He has various geeks in the back, including Mojo. Uh, Mojo messes with Kevin. Kevin slaps him and keeps moving. So what do they call this week? The Viking Raiders? Are they? Is that what they are now? Yes, that's what their name is. Yes, sir. The Viking Raiders arrive. They've been searching for worthy opponents, but all they've encountered are victims. They issue an open challenge. The Street Profits come out. And uh, Don, why do they dress like band majors? Uh, yeah, they just look like that, I guess. Just, just the new <laughs> gear. Some new gear. 
<laughs> it's a weird explanation. Yeah, they just look like that. Uh, Street Profits versus Viking Raiders, Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, Street Profits enter the match with the House of Fire, taking out both Vikings immediately with a dive and a sky high. We got the old sky high. Have they been using that? Oh, yeah. That's one of uh, uh, Angelo yeah. Dawkins' major moves, yeah. Uh, shout out to D. Little Brown. Uh, go for a pin. We might have new champs. Nope. The other Viking runs in for this for the last second save. There's a bunch of cartwheels in the ring from both sides. The match slows down and the Vikings take over. Dawkins gives Ibar one hell of a body slam for a two count. The Raiders get the upper hand, hit the Viking experience, and after a bit of a battle, get the victory over the Street Profits. Uh, after the match, the four men bump fist is a, sp- a sign of sportsmanship. All right, Twitter Seth Rollins comes down. He says he has some business to take care of, and they can stay out there with him if they want. Uh, the Prophets and the Vikings both veil. Uh, Seth calls out the AOP. He says he doesn't care if he's hurt. He wants to fight the AOP right now. Kevin Owens comes out with uh, the pipe, and uh, Seth tells him, that basically it says that this is an A and B conversation, and he can see his way out of it. Uh, Kevin says AOP aren't there, and he can't wait for the other shoe to drop and for the three of them to jump him. Seth assures Kevin Owens that this is not the case. AOP arrives to the arena, and we go to commercial. After commercial, Seth says that AOP is going to kick Kevin Owens' ass, but it has nothing to do with him. He says he can avoid all of this by beating Seth with his pipe. Uh, Seth shakes his head and leaves. Kevin says when he's done with AOP, he's coming after Seth. He calls out AOP and says he's not hard to find. He's the loud one holding a pipe. Uh, AOP addressed Kevin on the Titantron, talking their native tongues. The screen goes out. And then Sami Zayn comes out with Mojo Raleigh. He says he's a SmackDown guy, and he's able to get around the roster restriction by applying for a manager's license. But he's not a manager, he says. He even admits himself. He is a liberator. He sets people free. Uh, Sammy says what Kevin did to Mojo was out of line and humiliating. He says he would love to help Kevin, but he can't until he admits he was wrong and apologizes to Mojo. Mojo grabs the mic and yaks. Sammy tells Mojo to back off. Mojo says everyone is tough with a pipe in their hands. Kevin goes to test that theory, throws the pipe at Mojo, and then stuns him. <laughs> this also went on forever. Why do you do your spicy white like that, Ms. Dijonet? I'm not so it sounds like an like an order when you look up to Popeyes, right? <laughs> so, uh, Alistair Black versus Akira Tozawa. We begin with the lockup. The announcers mention that Buddy Murphy is off watching somewhere. The two maneuver around. Black does a cartwheel. Alistair seems to be grounding Tozawa, not allowing him to fly around the ring. Tozawa tries to dive to the outside, but Black meets him with a jumping knee, taking him out. Black is the black mask, knocks Tozawa out, and black is D one two three. Not a bad, not a bad little squash, but I'm just kind of starting to feel bad for poor Akira Tozawa. He hasn't been faring, he hasn't been faring well lately. Yeah, they've been doing those little uh, squash matches here lately. Too bad it's just name people because like Tozawa, Akira Tozawa is a really good wrestler, and he could wasn't he wasn't he catching win. fire not that long ago? Like a year and a half ago, yeah. Was it really that long? Yes, Sam. Yeah, no, I really don't. I'm not going to swear like it's not that long ago he was actually doing stuff. The wrestling moves fast, sir. All right. So Charlie interviews Humberto Carrillo. 
But first, we get a highlight montage. Kareel cuts her cuts her off first and says, "Ladies first. The camera pans over to, to Selena. Andrade takes to, takes offense to a chivalry and demands a match tonight, much to Selena's surprise. The Liv Morgan makeover is coming soon. Hey, yeah, man, we've been asking for some Liv Morgan. She needs to be on TV. I was hoping that she was going to team up with Naomi and they were going to be like a real live duo and try to go after the tag team belt, so some baby faces, but. Well, they, they both love pizza, so they, they got that in common. And they're both on Raw, because Naomi was in the highlight uh, for Raw on the opening, so it still could happen. Really? She's on Raw? I have no clue. Well, I mean, they haven't been on Raw because, you know, <laughs> the Usos are going through some things. Uh-oh. Okay, Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Monday Night Raw is presented by Wendy's, Donald. Did you know this? I did not know that. And that is why they they own the over fifty demographic. Uh, the <laughs> chocolate and vanilla frosty is still underrated. You got to mix them. Don't just get one or the other. You got to mix. Oh, them. okay. That, that's how it works. Yeah, it's the only way to get a frosty. Get a frosty. I've never had a frosty in so long. Anyway, that uh, that chili is undefeated though. No, oh, yes, sir. Throw it on a baked potato. It's even better. All right, Andrade starts by rushing Alberto, chopping him against the turnbuckle. He's aggressive, backdropping him. And then we get the chin lock. So the announcers actually try to explain this. They actually actually do their job for once. They explain that this is Andrade's way of slowing the pace down so to quell the high-flying offense. Uh, and, but then the, the match gets better once Humberto actually starts to get, get a little life going. Uh, twisting crossbody, moonsault off the rung post. Humberto hits a back roll into a moonsault for a two count. Andrade looks to be in the daze. Andrade makes a comeback, cut short by Humberto's missile drop kick and an attempt at his finisher, but none doing. The two go back and forth with Andrade hitting Humberto with his back elbow, but nothing. This match is awesome. Uh, Zelina Vega gets up on the apron. Andrade inadvertently runs into her. Uh, Humberto uses this <clears throat> distraction. To his advantage, gets the role of victory. Andrade's first loss since coming to Raw. This was a great match. This was probably uh, this was probably match of the night for me. Yeah, it was a good match. Alberto's career was getting uh, placed in a good spot to lose to uh, Cian Almas in the end, and they're playing up a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of jealousy or Selena Vega maybe you know looking at the young boy like you know hey I need a new pool boy. What do you think, Petey? About what? Umberto Correa being um, Zelina Vega's new pool boy. No, no. keep him away from her. He's a club ten. <laughs> he is a child, and he does not need that kind of influence. I, I I want these two to fight on a bigger stage, on like a like a pay per view. That could happen. For a that, longer. Yeah, that could be building to that maybe at the Royal Rumble. Okay, so after the match, Andrade blames the loss on Zelina. The two bicker for a while in the ring. Uh, backstage, Ray needing a cough drop badly. Says he's going to defend his... He's, he's doing the Bret Hart the whole... <clears throat> <laughs> says he's going to defend his title against AJ Styles. He says if AJ beats him tonight, he will gladly shake his hand. But he is going to prove that he is man enough to be called Rey Mysterio and still United States champion. 
Owens is still looking for AOP. Uh, Zack Ryder versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, bathroom break. Uh, if Buddy can't beat Zack, then he has no business getting in the ring with Alistair Black. <laughs> uh, uh, Buddy hits Murphy's law and Ryder and gets the victory. That move look that move looks really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Murphy's law. Yeah. Yeah. Owen's still looking for AOP. He sees a black van and he beats on it with his pipe. AOP jumps up from behind and beats the hell out of him. And in true villain fashion, Seth Rollins turns slowly in his swivel chair, revealing that he is, in fact, the higher power. <laughs> it this, was me, Austin. It was me, Owens. <laughs> and he curb stomps KO and leaves him with his and leaves with his two new best friends. Wasn't that so dramatic? Wasn't that like a bit much? The slow turn. Oh, when, when, when he spun him around, or yeah, when he, when he first opened the back of the van, he saw somebody in there, and when he reached for the chair, that's when AOP. No, like the whole like reveal when he slowly oh, yeah. turned oh, in yeah, his chair yeah. for dramatic effect, man. <laughs> Come on, dude. It's like the uh, five second pose. <laughs> right. So Twitter Seth Rollins comes down again. He says he did it all for the fans, and he got disrespected by them, spit on them, spit on by them, and he is sick of it. He says he had nothing to do with the AOP, just like he told Kevin. But that wasn't good. He's doing the Owen Hart. He just, he's just like two seconds away from going, you should have tagged me. You should have tagged me, Kevin. <laughs> and see, uh, nothing has ever been good enough for the fans, not even when he beat Brock Lesnar twice. You know, you know how about just not getting put into a silly feud with Bray Wyatt? That, that might actually work for you. Uh, he says he stands with the AOP, and then the AOP literally come out and stand with him. Uh, the three of them leave, all while Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens is in the back being carted off in the ambulance. Now, see, that's good stuff right there, man. That's a good promo. It's one of the best Rollins promos he's done in a while. It established that, you know, he thinks that he was doing the right thing in his own mind. Now he's gone fully healed. And he's updated and upgraded the J&J security force. <laughs> so uh, Twitter Seth Rollins has become real life Seth Rollins, okay? Because like this is how he was acting on Twitter for like I don't know how long. Right. So there you go. Take what people already perceive about him and throw it out on TV. It's it's smart. It's Paul Heyman. You know that's Paul Heyman. He's into the internet. All right, Becky Lynch versus Asuka and Kyrie because I refuse to call them that name. Uh, Becky Lynch goes right after Asuka. After taking some off- offense, Asuka rolls to the outside. Asuka slinks into the ring and goes to town on Becky with her feet. After a Kyrie distraction, uh, Asuka begins to pummel Lynch. After commercial, Zayn is in the ring, keeping Becky down with a chin lock. Becky makes a comeback, taking out both women. Becky goes to the top. Asuka holds her by the feet just enough. Just enough time for Kyrie to take advantage. She tags Asuka, goes for the insane elbow, and misses. This was really good because they, they teased that a good two or three times before she finally hit it. Yeah, nice. uh, the Warriors have really good matches, man. Uh, Becky tries for another maneuver, but Asuka moves, leaving Becky vulnerable for the Asuka lock. Lynch reverses it, but Kyrie drags her partner to the ropes. Lynch makes another comeback, but gets caught with a knee on the outside. She gets back in. Asuka gets a two-count off a of Shining Wizard. 
More double teaming, more comebacks, but ultimately Lynch avoids the insane elbow that goes for the disarmor on Kyrie. But Asuka drags Kyrie to the ropes, seeing that now she's helping out her friend, just like she helped her. On the outside, Asuka hits Becky with a chair, gets DQ'd. They set Becky up on a table on the outside, and Kyrie finally hits the insane elbow as the tag champs just leave. This was pretty good. This was great heat. Yeah, good carnage. Yeah. So the OC are backstage. AJ Styles says that Gallows and Anderson are going to celebrate the Raw Tag Team titles with AJ after he wins the United States title tonight. Uh, he gives a warning to Randy Orton and says he's going to end his career for life. And speaking of for life, it's announced just right after this, it was announced that the NWO are going into the Hall of Fame. Minus uh, Disciple, minus Fake Sting, minus uh, Vincent. Ted DiBiase, Eric yeah. Bischoff, but they had to make sure to get a to to get a Triple H's buddy another ring. Waltman, yeah, I don't have a problem. Come, come with on, he was not instrumental there. at all. He was not instrumental at all. In he the was still running, running the videotape. The camera, <laughs> yeah, maybe, a, a year later, maybe he he was a sixth member, which was like announced like at the end of those '96. He was not there the entire time, and then he got he went out with the neck injury, and then you never saw him again. I still don't have a problem with with Baldwin being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you could find a way to squeeze Shawn Michaels in there, he would. <laughs> uh, okay, so now we got some Briggs and Murtaugh going on with Becky and Charlotte. Becky's getting ice in the back. Charlotte comes in in a, in a very a holeish way. Wasn't it? Dee Dee, wasn't this, wasn't this rude? She's like, well, how'd that go? <laughs> yeah. What a heel. <laughs> uh, Charlotte leaves, but not before Asuka and Sane attack her with a chair. Uh, Eric Rowan versus local competitor. Local competitor grabs the basket with the baby Yoda, uh, takes it to the stage, leaves it there, then leaves. This is actually really smart, uh, a very smart... Uh, move here. Gets back in the ring as the ref starts to count to 10. Rowan notices at 6, runs into the ring, squashes the guy. And he said there was a, this was a TKO, right? Yep. He so he didn't get the... he didn't get DQ'd for kicking too much ass. That's... My favorite my favorite reason to get DQ'd. No, he did not DQ, get DQ'd. The match just got stopped because after the three claw slams. So it was like a no contest. Right. Was it no contest or just No stopped? contest. Okay. No contest. Alright, cool. That's still like if you if there's ever a trivia, that that'll always like just know that that, that is always my favorite reason to get DQ. <laughs> so Charlie asks Oscar and Kyrie about their attack earlier. Uh, Charlie mentions that once again that she needs to, to get that Duolingo because it's free. Uh, after they answer in Japanese, Oscar explains that they challenged Becky and Charlotte to challenge them. Uh, back in the training room, Riggs and Murtaugh are doing their thing again. Charlotte just says, uh, oh, TLC. The weekend update was really stupid. Please don't do this to them. They're a really good team. Yeah, they're a really good team, but it just took the thing that they've been doing, which is hyping the pay-per-views, hyping the show, and just put it in a more contained environment. Now, this was like Todd Pittengill doing the, uh, <laughs> the pay-per-view report. I had no problem with this. This was them with, like, Kind of laughter and just really, really just stupidity. And I did not, did not care for this one bit. 
that I haven't seen. The main event, AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio for the United States Championship. Uh, I actually had to stop taking notes and I just watched this because this was really good. Left shoulder first goes Mysterio. Now AJ Styles quickly trying to capitalize as he slingshot Mysterio right into that top turnbuckle. I was kind of hoping that uh, Rey Mysterio, who would have gone out around that beaten up van and found that steel pipe laying on the... And again! Time sternum first goes Mysterio. He could definitely use it right now. I'm <laughs> with the pipe that he handed to Kevin Owens earlier tonight. The same pipe used on Brock Lesnar. And for Mysterio right now, he's taking on the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, who believes he'd still be champion if it wasn't for Randy Orton. And Mysterio able to catch oh, himself this time. Mysterio oh, man. on the shoulders, rolls through again, gets Styles down, shoulders down, title on the line, and another near fall. Styles, wow, just mowed down Mysterio. Through the freight train came in straight from Georgia. Oh. AJ needs to clear the cobwebs. Oh. Oh. Misses twice. Mysterio connects with four shots of his own. Mysterio now trying to build a little momentum in this matchup. Goes up, goes yes. down, and scissor takedown. Styles is rocked. Mysterio's rolling. Momentum may be built. Uh oh, watch out there. Oh, forearm by Mysterio. Now Mysterio. He's in dangerous country. Trying to measure Styles. Connects. And this is where Mysterio is so dangerous with the leg drop. Cover to retain the United States title and AJ Styles. So close. So Left close. shoulder just got off the mat. Yeah. Oh! What kind of brotherhood could you expect right there? And look at this. Mysterio takes out the best tag team in the world. And Mysterio, though, got caught by Styles. Oh, man. Cover. Not like this. Not like that. Oh, Mysterio kicked out. Is now Mysterio up and down. Power bomb. And now looking for the Styles clash. That's got to be it. New United States. Look at this. Randy Orton. He didn't do anything. He just winked at AJ. There are, there are vipers in the garden. The viper took the eyes off of Styles. Wait a minute, Mysterio, inside cradle, sold him down. Mysterio the United States Championship. And still the United States Champion, Ray Mysterio. They did show the three count, but man, just barely. Yeah. You know what it reminds like, you of? What's that? Territory wrestling. But oh, yeah. without the like, without the announcers going, folks, we only got ten seconds left of TV time. If 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 something happens, we'll videotape it and we'll show it to you next week. It's the only thing that <laughs> yeah, still, still, I got the one the the ghost thing that they were doing with, with Mrs. Butterworth and uh, Colonel Sanders. That weird commercial. Have you seen? Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stupid flash dance. It was like the song from Flash Dance, I think, or something. And then mixed with the ghost. It's really weird. But that is your Monday Night Raw. Surprisingly, not a bad show. I did not feel sleepy. It went by pretty quick. It was uh, 
the Sami Zayn thing dragged on a little too long for me, and it just really had no. There was no reason for it. Like that was just kind of silly. Just they just did it to fill space. It seemed like because they didn't. There was well, he punked out Sami Zayn. Oh, oh, you you didn't see the part where he was walking through the hallway, looking for no. AOP, and he came up to Mojo and was like, "No, no, hey, I saw that." It was just that? like okay. kind of like. Like Mojo said, you're not being nice to him. Like, who cares? No, neither um, neither. It could be leading to something bigger and better. Uh, Misty Jeanne, uh-huh. uh the resemblance between Mojo Riley and Sami Zayn was was very strong when they were standing side by side. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're cousins. Aren't they from the same place? Let's find out. Google says he's. Well, one of them's from Syria, so I don't think so. But that doesn't mean uh, that's Mojo's where he's clearly ethnic, though, so that's why. Yeah, Mojo, yeah. He, yeah. he strikes me as he could be possibly. Yeah, his mother's from Syria. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at Detective DD. 23andMe. 23andD. That's what it is. Yeah. His mom's half Syrian, his dad's Palestinian, so they're cousins. <laughs> uh, Ms. Jane, did you see Monday Night Raw? Mm, sure, sure, I thought. Anything uh, greatly stand out to you? No. no. I don't know. Now I drink a lot nowadays, so nothing stands <laughs> out anymore. In celebration. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> this episode of the WrestleCast is going to be brought to you by a brand new podcast on the CSPN. It's called Comedians Take On. Me We Free has a great idea where he wants to showcase independent comics that he's met through his time on Twitter and just out and about. So what he does is he lets these comics have a few minutes to talk about a subject of their choice. So in the pilot episode, comic Joey Bada from out of Philadelphia talked about bootcut jeans. And then in the first official episode, our buddy Sarome Russell is his guest. And they actually talk about uh, living with bipolar disorder because Me We Free and Serum both suffer from uh, bipolar disorder. So uh, two definitely contrasting episodes, but two good episodes and worth uh, the listen. I think the Joey Bada episode with intros and everything is like 10 minutes. And I think the Serum Russell episode with intros and everything is about 15 minutes. So check those out support the podcast follow at me we free underscore on twitter and subscribe and download to comedians take on so now it's time to talk about nxt we open with a video package as adam cole interrupts from the production truck he calls tonight's main event a joke because none of them have earned this title shot the winner is only punching a ticket for a loss to him next week. Did you see this, Miss Didi? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Angel Garza? Are, is he is he too young for you? Um, I know I didn't really feel one way or the other. He's not adorable like Umberto, 
he's fine. Okay. He, the match was amazing, but yeah. Yes. Leo Rush and Angel Garza as they fought for the cruiserweight title. Um, hundred miles an hour, crowd really into it, just like you know, we always said full sale would be if they brought the cruiserweights and two oh five live to that facility full time. Leo goes up top and the final hour eats knees on the floor. Back in, Garza hits the wing clipper and Leo kicks out. The wing clipper submission finishes Leo and we have a new cruiserweight champion. I knew Leo Rush was going to lose this match as soon as he came out the curtain. Oh. He had the boo-boo face. Oh. Sasha had the boo-boo face when she came out for WrestleMania uh, with Bailey when they had the tag team champions chipped. You know, usually Leo Rush has like this smile on his face and he's going from side to side getting the crowd hype. He didn't do none of that. Mm-hmm. He came out and he had mm-hmm. just a sucker puss face. And I was like, oh, he about to lose. Some of them really don't know how to hide that at all. Yep. We get Rhea Ripley. We get a Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler video package, which is mostly about Shayna Baszler. Um, she's into muscle cars and things like that. She says you can tell a lot about a person by the car they drive. And, you know, she goes through her history of all the challengers that she's put down since her title reign has began at NXT. And she says that Rhea Ripley is going to be another person added to that list. We get a video package where Finn Balor is annoyed at general manager William Regal. He says, after everything he's done for NXT, why should he have to earn this title shot again? He says he beat Champa, and Keith Lee has only been relevant for about three weeks. He says, once again, his future will be his past. During the commercial break, Angel Garza brings his girlfriend into the ring and proposes to her to a huge pop from the crowd. She says yes. So, Young Love is in the air in NXT. Raul Mendoza versus Cameron Grimes. Uh, This match stems from last week when uh, Raul Mendoza was supposed to wrestle Kushida, but Cameron Grimes came out there, gave him that double foot stomp and took his match. Kushida arrives and distracts Cameron Grimes. Mendoza hits the Hurricane Rana into her cradle and he gets the win. And then Kushida stole Cameron Grimes Stovepipe hat after the match. Oh, dearie. I thought you stole the match. Like hat. Say what now? Cameron looks like he has life. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Me, Yim, cuts promo and says Dakota took war games from her, and this won't be a wrestling match. It'll be a fight. And this time, Dakota will be the one taking the ride in an ambulance. Uh, we get a video for the. A Kiwi buzzsaw, Travis Banks, and he'll represent NXT UK in an upcoming Worlds Collide preview. So Travis Banks takes on Jackson Riker. Travis Banks heads up top. He misses the double stomp. Riker cuts him off and then trade strikes. We get a missile drop kick by Banks, followed by the slice of heaven. And Travis Banks gets an upset victory over Jackson Riker. Fun little match. Good little showcase for Travis Banks. Let people get familiar with him who don't really watch a lot of NXT UK or haven't seen a takeover or two where he's been featured. So good stuff there. Dakota Kai versus Mia Yim. Now, Miss Didi Jone, did you see it last week when Dakota Kai got attacked by Mia when she had the Tims on? 
Yeah, that is. Yeah, so now this was their their actual wrestling match. Uh, this was mm-hmm. like a hell of a fight. This was good. Yeah, me, me almost broke her neck, but sure. <laughs> Dakota Kai exposes the turnbuckle, then runs Mia Yim into it and cradles her for the win. But after the match, oh, Mia yeah. Yim attacks Dakota Kai. She throws her around through the crowd, through the arena. Then Mia Yim sets up two tables and gives Dakota Kai the side Saito suplex or the backdrop driver, whatever you want to call it. She backdropped her off of like something about what about four or five feet off of where they were to the tables. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was a rough one. And Dakota Kai got like cut up and probably got evaluated for a concussion. Cause yeah, that was bad. I'm surprised Mia didn't too. Like she the way she fell on the two tables was her head hit the other table that didn't break. Oh. I have to go back and watch it again. Cause there are two tables, but they only broke one. Yeah, that's right. But they hit both of them, so yeah. Ouch. We get a Keith Lee video package where, you know, he talks about um, being friends with Ciampa, but now that, you know, his title shot is on the line, you know, it's all about business. And then he talks about uh, Finn Balor talking about, you know, people don't watch this business, they watch him. And he's like, nah, they're actually watching me in this business. So good little Keith Lee promo there. Uh, Brizango versus the Singh Brothers. Uh, they came out as doctors this time. It's always weird trying to figure out what they're going to be from <laughs> match to match. Uh, but Brizango, he runs wild. He hits the top rope Fandango leg drop, and Brizango gets the win. Then we have our Rhea Ripley video package where it talks about her journey through NXT. Uh, she says she started training when she was like 16. And then at 19, she got a break. And I think she's on like 22 now. So Rhea Ripley is young and could be the very best female wrestler ever, maybe. Because she's so good at such a young age. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Caden Carter. Unfortunately, they made two black girls wrestle each other. Uh, Caden Carter counters the standing moonsault. But the spear is followed by the KOD. And Binky Bianca Belair gets the win. Uh, Binky was being real cocky in this match and like showing up Caden Carter. Like Caden Carter do something cool, then Binky be like, Oh, you thought that was cool? She do like two things just as cool and just and then like be like top that. So they had a lot I think they had a lot of fun with each other in that match. Adam Cole, baby. He comes down to ringside as he's going to observe the main event. But before we get there, we get a Tomasa Ciampa video package where he states that this is all about Goldie. This is for Goldie. It shows, you know, him going through the neck surgeries and having to give up the title and all that good stuff while he's cutting the promo. Now it's time for our number one contenders match. Finn Balor versus Keith Lee versus Tommaso Ciampa. Finn Balor on the ring apron. Smile on the face of Keith Lee. 
Again, no disqualification. Well, that's collusion. Well, wait a minute. Lee just may have given Champa an early Christmas gift. Oh, no, Champa looking to uh -oh. attack Keith Lee. Uh oh. And there's the opportunistic Balor rolls up Champa for a one. That's how quick it can happen in a triple. Oh my! The slingshot diving crossbody block by the moment maker Keith Lee. Wow. Simple and effective. You know, Champa defeated Aleister Black in July 2018 in just his 10th singles match on NXT TV or takeover shows to become champion. Think about that amazing statistic. A former tag team champion with Johnny Gargano and DIY. And of course, Finn Balor made his presence known in NXT on his return. Wow. Taking out Johnny Gargano and Champa just took out Lee and Balor with double Willow's bell. Champa looking for the fairy tale ending, countered by Lee. Jackhammer, Jackhammer. Keith Lee about to become the no. Turns his attention to Balor. Again, the fall. Oh, oh, by Balor. Balor rolls up Lee. Oh, wow. Finn Balor, so close to becoming the number one contender. Brilliant. Sling blade blocked by Lee. sequence this was so good the way they shot it shot it in tight you don't see finn you see the spirit bomb you see keith lee finish the spirit bomb and as soon as he came down here comes finn Balor. boom two feet in the chest pins keith lee after the match adam cole baby has a stare down with finn Balor to close the show because that is going to be next week's main event finn Balor is going to take on Adam Cole for the NXT title. We're going to get Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler for the women's title. And then over on the other channel that same night, you're going to have Jericho wrestling Jungle Boy in a 10-minute non-title match. And you're going to have SCU versus um, the Young Bucks for the AEW tag team titles. And you're going to get Chris Statlander versus... Britt Baker in a number one contenders match on AEW Dynamite on uh, next Wednesday. It's going to be NXT's last show for the year. 
they're going to have two weeks where they do like reviews and best of and awards and stuff. Um, and then AEW is just going to take the one week off for uh, Christmas Eve or Christmas. I think it is actually this year. And uh, then they'll be back on uh, New Year's Eve with a with a new show. So that breaks down the Wednesday Night Wars. Miss Didi Jone, I really thought this episode mm-hmm. of NXT was so good. The, I agree. The Dakota Kai Mia Yim stuff was awesome. It's always great to see Binky. The main event, really good. The video packages have been really good the past couple of weeks on NXT as well. Showcasing and highlighting uh, this main event. It was like, you know, constantly through the show, you know, you see a couple of matches and then boom, guy talking about his main event. A couple more matches, then boom, the next guy talking about the main event. So I like the way they kind of built up to it. And then when Ciampa finished his promo part they show him backstage at gorilla getting ready to come out and he's like this is all for goldie let's get it and he comes out boom so i thought i thought the format was really good i thought both shows uh listen to the patreon feed subscribe to the patreon feed at patreon.com forward slash cspn media you can hear all about our thoughts on AEW dynamite but i thought both shows were really strong this week and apparently they tied in the ratings so Take that for what you will as far as um, NXT and gaining momentum and uh, AEW maybe losing a little bit. Because AEW show last week wasn't as strong as some of the other ones they've had. But I thought they bounced back really good this week. So use the power of the DVR, record one, watch one live, and then follow it up back to back. It'll be the easiest four hours of wrestling you watch. I barely make it through Monday Night Raw sometimes. It's like, you know barely getting there but i never feel that way on wednesday or just or just do like like i used to do back in high school have your friend record one show and then you record the other show and then at the end of the night y'all y'all trade off the tapes it's much easier now sam they've upgraded the technology (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah so um before i go Please, please, please always support the podcast by visiting CSPN.us, clicking on the tab that says keep our podcast free shot with any of our lovely sponsors to help keep the WrestleCast and all the podcasts on CSPN free each and every week for your enjoyment. So at this time, we're going to turn it over to Miss Didi Jonet for her shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to me and his new job. <laughs> Oh, hey, like, I don't understand nothing. Listen, shout out to the new job. Shout out to nepotism. Shout out to hookups. Shout out to um, my mama. Because I really got the job all the strength of her. So that's like, shout out to my background check for passing. Yes. Um, and then shout out to Jade and Tatiana because she's a ginger now. And shout out to Mel because Mel always gets shout Jade's out. Jade's a ginger or Tati's a ginger? Tati's a ginger. Oh, okay. Tati's a ginger now. Yep. Shout out to Mel, Greg, and the baby. And yeah, that's it. All right. Mr. Samuel Kalunga, your shout outs and thank you, sir. Uh, shout out to Lady Nikki, as always. And uh, shout out to Classic and Hugh Dunn and I, I guess DD. But uh, no, that's about it. All right. 
I'd like to let everybody know who listens to Cast a Strong Style and who are big fans of that program that we just recorded our last episode of the year is out and available now. You can oh, they announced matches for Wrestle Kingdom, haven't they? Yes, they sure did. Yeah, completely forgot. We uh, talked about the finals of the World Tag League. Me and Anwar Starwin. Then we preview both nights of the Wrestle Kingdom shows. So check that out. Please listen, subscribe, download. Also use the hashtag Cast a Strong Style when you watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. Want to share your pro wrestling commentary with color that's the official hashtag for all things new japan wrestle kingdom new year's dash everything that's upcoming and then i have some adjacent news because new japan pro wrestling they're coming to the united states they're doing a southern tour oh they're doing a show in raleigh right yeah they're doing a show in miami they're doing a show in nashville they're doing a show in atlanta they're doing a show in raleigh it's really Durham, but that's the next biggest city. And it's, it's five places that they're coming to. Well, there's a lot of ways to shoot your shots in this age of media communication. And the host of the WrestleCast right here shot his shot to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm going to get hooked up with media passes to go to the show. Yeah. You, didn't have to, you didn't even have to carry the popcorn inside. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So um, basically, you guys be on the lookout for podcasts that will be just covering that specific show. Um, it's going to happen on a Monday night, January 27th. So I'm looking forward to being in the building in Durham for the New Japan Pro Wrestling card. If anybody in the surrounding area, Chapel Hill, Durham, Raleigh, you guys are going to be at the show. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit the WrestleCast account up. And maybe we can do a meetup or something before the show. But can't wait to see. Apparently, all the wrestlers have visas. They haven't announced any of the cards yet or any of the lineups. But everybody is available to come. So we'll see who we get. So it's not going to be like last time. Then. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> so everybody, uh, as of right at, like on the website, it was like everybody has their visas. Everybody's going to be here or at least be allowed to be able to move around. So can't wait. And I'll keep you guys updated once it gets closer with the matches are going to be and things like that. So. I'm really excited, and this will be the first non-WWE live event I've probably seen in like 30 years. Wow. Yeah, because I used to go watch NWA as a kid, like five and six and seven. Like I said, my greatest disappointment, well, not my greatest, but my first ever disappointment in life was being four years old and not being able to go to Stargate. (laughs) I can remember it like it was yesterday. (laughs) But on that note, for my co-host, Miss Didi Jonet, and also our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Sammy Kulunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. Once again, on this Sunday, the hashtag will be NoScrubsCast for TLC for the live tweet to share your pro wrestling commentary with color. And this has been episode 266 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. What do you want from me? I've been asking myself that for a long time now because you see, you and I, we used to get along. We used to see things eye to eye and then somewhere along the way, it all went wrong and I'm trying to figure out why. Why? I did everything.
face every single time I walk through that curtain and I get in that ring. I lay it all on the line for each and every one of you. to stand side by side with two men who understand. It has turned me to stand side by side with the A.O. 